It's the strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapade, now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Tonight's Curious Adventure, The Case of the Great Bunny Kidnapping. Our case begins on a quiet sunny morning outside of the detective agency and Bunny working on the couple's car. Mm. Uh, and again, may I ask why I have to shimmy under this jalopy? Because you're the only one that can fit under the car. <laughs> or because I still haven't found an old pre-war car jack to lift the thing. Oh, very funny. Now, are you going to bring me some more coffee, or do I have to clean the seats with no energy? <laughs> Give me a moment. I'll go get you a cup. Gosh, it's so dirty in here. Only a few weeks, and I'm already finding change back here. Save it up for the tables. I'm feeling Lady Luck wants me over the tops today. No arguments here. I want to play blackjack, though. That caravan game confused me out of my money. <laughs> You'll get the swing of it. I'll go get your coffee. Hey, what are you... What was that? Walter! Walter, help! What the heck? Someone's in the car! Bunny! Walter! Bunny! My sweet lord, she's gone. Well, he said he was supposed to be here. I'm over here, Lieutenant. Oh, Walter. I'm sorry we had to meet over here in Nipton. It was the closest place people like us could blend in. That's fine, that's fine. Now look, I'm in a hurry. I can see. You said Bunny didn't roll so merrily along in that car of yours this morning. Yes, and we need every man, hither and yon, to search for her. Walter, but I... All I know is that she went westward, and the driver knew almost exactly how to move a vehicle. I took a pot shot or two, and then... Walter! What? Oh, it doesn't take a genius to know that we're spread too thin. But I myself can do my best to help you. I just can't have a hundred soldiers go looking for a girl that could be on the other end of the state by now. But Humphreys, we have to. It's out of my power, Walter. There's a hit list of this area's deepest and darkest criminals. But Bunny's case being so new, it just gets pushed to the bottom. So that's it, huh? If you want it carried out your way, then yes. But there's a way we can handle this without the use of my guns. We could do this covertly. Any way I can do this with some help would be fine by me. Good man. We just need a little incentive on who Bunny's kidnapper is. That should send us on a highway of information. But I'm so new here, Lieutenant. Unless it's any one of the crooks I already took down in this town, I'm dry for information. You'll learn. You're lucky to have the NCR on your side to help you. That's another reason I invited you to come down to Nipton with me. Maybe a place of sweat and shame. It's also one big hot spot for local intel. I thought there was more to you bringing me here. Hey, uh, Jezebel, did you come over here and see us for a spell? Hey, boys, what can I do for you? Consider this our informant. Uh, um, uh, Jezebel, this is my friend Walter. He needs help. Oh, you finally gonna hook me up with another customer, eh, Humphreys? You're in luck, handsome. When a regular gives one of us a recommendation to a friend, they get the first round free. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, Jezebel, we're not here for that. Oh, yeah? What can I do for you? A man took my secretary in an old-fashioned car this morning and headed west. 
You happen to know anyone capable of such a thing? An old car? Hmm. Sorry, honey, but the only cars we see are the old burnt-out ones up on the road all the time. Would be one of them smarty-pants eggheads these days. Maybe they could operate one of those machines. Well, have you seen a pretty little blonde thing about your height and in a vault suit? You can't miss her. Her name is Bunny. We're in dire need to catch her before it's too late. Hmm. I'm sorry, handsome, but I think I'd remember seeing someone that particular. I guess the last bit of information I could throw her away is her kidnapper. The windows are tinted, so I only got a faint outline on the guy. He was wearing a hat and sat up rather straight in the car. Looked tall. Tall, stout, and with a hat. You happen to know a character fit in that description, Jezebel? Hmm. Tall, stout, with a hat. Oh. You know him? I don't know, do I? That's what we're asking you. I don't know. A girl has to pay for her chem somehow. I, I've got this, Lieutenant. Here. Tell me anything you know. Don't spare any details. Why, thank you, sweetie. Now look, I can't make you no promises, but I've dealt with a lot of deadbeats in the past, but none of them. None of them compared to a man I've known for a few years now. A man called Casket. Casket? Shh. Do you want the whole neighborhood to hear you? Now look, nobody likes to talk about him, but this man ain't no regular slaver. He operates with only the high-class betters, real top-shelf slaves, which is why I think he might have your girl. And how could you be so sure? Because Mr. Casket is pretty tall and likes to dress all dapper sometimes. And a vault girl? That had casket written all over it. Haven't seen him in a while, so he must be very busy around this time of year. Well, thanks, Jezebel. If there's anything else, or places he frequents, or maybe another favorite girl. Sorry, mister. Only top men like him want Jezebel, and Jezebel ain't got nothing for you. People like him come and go. I get a full night's pay, but... One last piece of advice. Watch yourself around him. They don't call him casket for nothing. Thank you, Jezebel. Anytime, doll. Well, what do you make of it, Walter? Humphreys, I think your informant had the right idea. Looks like money really can talk. But I have no doubt in my mind that this casket is behind this kidnapping. What do you have on file about him? Oh, we have a million of them, Walter. Would take forever to pull up a specific file on this man. Though I can't lie that I've heard that name before. Hmm. There must be one sick, twisted person to get a name like that. His body count must be off the charts. We made him to catch him before he catches us. Why, whatever do you mean, Walter? You think he's after us now? Seems pretty simple that he only wants unique stock to sell. Now, I do know that any slaver does the best he or she could get. But only a daring mastermind would do something in broad daylight like he did to Bunny. That only proves my point even further. He thinks he can snatch anyone he wants at any time of day, and he can. And now he knows where I live. Just one wrong attempt, one clue that I'm hunting after him could mean my demise. So if I want to carry this out, I need to carry it out right. You need to give me some sort of hangout for these sickos. I know you at least have a hunch. Am I right, Humphreys? Darn right I do. Go down to this little shanty between the west side of Vegas and Red Rock Canyon. My boys have been skulking around that area for a month now. I'd go undercover if I were you. No, I don't know if your man is there with the little reports we have there. Some shifty slave auctions go on there. And don't blame me for not ordering to level the place to dust. We're... Yeah, yeah, you're spread too thin. I get the point. Ugh. Thanks, Lieutenant Humphreys. You've been a big help. I'll tip you off with any information I gather. I'll find Bunny if it kills me. Let's just hope it's not too late for her. Good luck, Walter. I really hope you find her.
Quite an interesting place. Just as fitting for people like these. Had some dirty old Legion-style tents off to the side, and a main building smack dab in the center. The lights are on in there, so I'm hoping it's still open for business. I hope these other classy type of thugs they've got out here by the door. The last thing I need is a confrontation. Excuse me, pal. Where am I? <coughs> Who do you think you are, dirtbag? I'm a very important man with a lot of money to go around. Now, do you know where I could purchase some product? I'll make it worth your while. Hmm. Question is, how much we worth to you? Not a scrap of Brahmin dung. Though I have 40 caps for you if you both go away for a while. Hmm. What do you think? Well, that sounds good to me. It's settled. Here. Looks like we'll be gambling after all. Let's go. Yeah. Let's. See you, guy. Thanks. <laughs> Enjoy. Though your bosses may have a little something to say when they figure out you let in a false customer. <laughs> hmm. Place looks normal enough. Hello, friend. Hello. Uh, say, where can I get my hands on a little product around here? You're here, friend. Sorry if my guys put the squeeze on you, but you gotta be tough in this business or the world tends to walk on you. Oh, that's understandable. A man's gotta make his money somehow. So, what's on the menu? Well, we've got squirrel stew for tonight and some raw mole rat meat you can take on home with you if you're living close. Sorry for the lack of product, but these are what we have left after the lunch rush. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean the other product. Say... Are you trying to shake me down? No, friend. I'm, I'm just a traveler trying to make his living. It's a tough living, and I need a little something to take the edge off, if you know what I mean. Ah, you want some chems in your system, huh? Yes, that is what I mean. Well, I'm just about cleaned out there, too, but there's enough jet to send you to the moon, if that's what you want. Hmm, now, this sounds interesting. Hmm... But do you have something a, a little more potent? Look, friend, this is all I got. It is, is it? Because a little birdie told me that you had an underground railroad running through this place. Now, would that little birdie be a liar? What do you want? A girl. Here's her picture. It's the only one I've got. She went missing around 8 o'clock this morning. Do you know her? Why, well, I, I ain't no stool pigeon. Get your hand out from under the counter. Bring them up nice and slow. Okay, copper, okay, they're up. But you ain't getting nothing out of me. Really now? Yeah. Then maybe I should call upon my NCR friends, have them come in and shoot up the place real good. Then where's your business, huh? You're lying. All that hard work gone to waste, and it looks like you have a nice thing going around here. Not too far from Vegas, and not too far from the wasteland folk. You must be getting business from both sides of the spectrum. Hmm... Yeah, what a waste it would be. All right, all right. Ugh. Then where's the girl? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, she was never here, but her new master was... What do you mean she wasn't here? And her master? What do you mean, her master? A few of us better-known high bidders are usually given a ticket for the top product he likes to sell. Whoever gets one gets a chance at buying them. It's a private auction right after they finish selling the cheap stuff. It's held in the back of his shop. Who's he? Why, it's... Who? Mr. Casket. Damn. Well, knew it too. Now, where can I find this man? It's... It's an old abandoned general store near Prim. One of those ghost towns from way back when. It has no official name, but the outside's kind of a bleach color. 
Can't miss it compared to the rest of the stores. Good boy. Now, how about that ticket? Here, under the counter. I'll take that, and I'll be out of your... What the heck is on the end of this ticket? What? I gave you what you wanted. Now beat it. You can see it plain as day. There's a thick lock of blonde hair attached to the end of this bib ticket. And I'd know the smell of that perfume anywhere. Why, you sick puppies. Why in the world would Bunny's hair be stuck to this ticket? Huh? Answer me. <coughs> the, the man who brings them in, he, he, he hooks up some of the hair on the private show tickets as, as a tease. Hold on. You're saying to me that Casket's courier put Bunny's hair on the tickets to seduce his bidders even more? <coughs> yeah. <sighs> sorry, but not sorry, partner. But that's a sick act if I've ever heard of one. Now, Walter, you've brought yourself closer to Bunny, and you know the location of this debauchery fest. Now, how do you go about getting in? I've got my ticket. Hmm. There's an idea. Take the sap's clothes and get in acting like him. Here we go. Ah, there we are. Now I'm going to lug these rags back home to the office and put them on before the big show. First, I need to head back to Nipton before I do anything else. All right. It's a loose fit, but it'll work. It's going to be quite a lug to the other side of Prim from here, but this is Bunny we're talking about. Let's see. What the? Now, who would be calling and at this hour? This phone can only be reached by a few people in the entire wasteland. Hello? Hello? Who's calling? Is this Dusty? If you got yourself in another fight at the blackjack tables, I need you to put the rescue on hold. Hello? If you haven't got business with me, then I'll be hanging up now. Stop what you're doing, Camry. What? Who is this? Who's calling? Stop what you're doing, Walter Camry. I'm giving you a warning. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm the one who warns people around here, and I want answers. Who's calling? That's not important right now. As far as you know, I'm a nobody. It's who I work for. I'm an associate of Mr. Caskets. Now we're getting somewhere. How did you find the phone that can call this one? Only a very reserved list of people know where it is. Again, not important. But what is important is that I've been watching you, and Mr. Casket doesn't like being watched. I see. Does Mr. Casket know I've been on his trail? No, but not yet. You need to drop this case, Walter, if you know what's good for you. That girl bunny of yours is history. Forget about her. Find yourself a new dame and move on with your life. Or I'll let Mr. Casket know and have him cut yours short. You've seen Bunny? Where? Where is she? Hello? Hello? Dang. He hung up. Now who could be this late? Hello? Just to let you know, I've got my gun pointed right at you, whoever you are. Hello? Hmm. Either a man was just knocking at the door or a ghost was here. He's gone now. Well, great Scott, is that... Yep, a dead body. 
and not just anyone's dead body. This is none other than the corpse of Miss Jezebel of the Nipton Cat House I saw earlier today. I'm sorry you got caught up in this, miss. I'll see to it that you didn't die in vain. You can count on that. Walter Camry doesn't take threats very lightly. Caps on Straggler 3 going once, going twice, sold to the man in the red riot armor. Hey, hey, hey. If you wanted him so badly, you would have put up for 500 clams. Now, if you want another chance of a slave of your own, these deals run bi-weekly at the same place, same time as usual. Uh, oh, and take this man to his new master. Haha. <laughs> Here you go, sir. All cleaned up like we promised. No, please. I don't want to go. Please, no. I, I have a family. Well, you belong to me now. Thank you for your service. Give the boss my best, eh? Now, come on, boy. You've got a farm to till. Uh, no, no. I, please, stop. No. Come here, you. Somebody, please help me. You sick thugs. Ha. <laughs> Thank you for your patronage, sir. Oh, and uh, if anyone's here have been selected for Mr. Casket's private bidding, you can drop your tickets off at the counter and follow me to the back. Anyone? I've been selected as a private bidder. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, indeed, sir. Please lift that paper into the box up here and follow me to the door in the back of the store. Ha! <laughs> Quickly, now. Sure thing. Ah, you ready? Yeah, been ready all my life. Well, I can't blame you. Not this many times do we get such a rare main event. Ooh, I wish I was in your shoes right now. Ooh, the money I would throw at that delectable little dime. Mm. Yeah. So, what special business do you represent? The little chem shop between the West Vegas Gate and the Red Rock Canyon. Thought we could use a little helper. Oh, well, you're in for a treat then. Well, let's get started, shall we, chap? Just one moment, my boys. I was a tad caught up with a rowdy slave a second ago, but I'm here now. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure of mine and mostly your business partner, Mr. Casket, that we bring you tonight's main event. Now, the best we could have you sample, like most girls we auction, was a strand of hair on your tickets. But trust me, fellas, the wait was worth it. I swear, Bunny, if they hurt you... Not only is this a very rare breed of vault girl... She's got an even more attractive name. <laughs> Introducing the flesh-faced, new-to-the-outside-world, quite-alluring, Bunny. Bunny, it's... it's her. By golly, they sure worked her over. They'll pay for this. All of them. Ha-ha! <laughs> She's still strutting quite exquisitely in that clean Vault 54 suit. All genuine, all real. Good lord. Those blonde locks of hers are all cut. Off of those tickets. It looks like there's at least ten solid men in here. I better try my luck at doing this as fairly as possible before trying anything drastic. Approximately 118 pounds, clean skin, and new enough to our ways that you could teach her to do anything your little heart desires. Oh, please. If you guessed wait for a living, I'd have you back on the streets begging for another bag of donuts and a second you fat excuse for a man. And a rather spunky one, wouldn't you agree, boys? Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, and what an interesting crowd. All you dirty-looking men look like you need blood transfusions. 
Oh, and while you're at it, go get a doctor to rewire those sick brains of yours. Screw off. <laughs> Good for you, Bunny. And she's starting at the very fair bit of 500 caps. <laughs> I'm worth much more than that. Hey, who here is smart enough to know that I'm at least 5,000? Hey, I make the bids here. Now, now, who wants 500? 500 caps. I hear 500. 510 caps. 510, we've got 510. 550 caps. Woohoo! A bigger jump to 550 for the pretty girl. Now, how about 600? I better think fast. <clears throat> 600. And he takes the offer. 600 for the vault girl. 605 caps. 605 caps. I've got 605. Who's got 610? 610 caps. 610. 620. We've got 620. 640 caps. 640. Do we have any more? 645. 645. 650 caps. Oh, 650. 700. Good evening, Walter. Well... You must be Casket. The one and only. Come, take a walk with me. Away from the patrons. And if I refuse? Oh, now you and I both know that would be most unwise. Now come, Walter, to the garage further back. We can assess the current situation over there. Lead the way. Excellent. Let's move. 700. Do I hear 700? 750 caps! Whoa, what a leap. You're all morons. Ah, here we are, Walter. Now we can discuss things a little more privately. So you're the infamous Mr. Casket. <laughs> Slick gray hair and a pencil stash. <laughs> I say I thought of you a tad more on the younger side. <laughs> That's an understandable mistake. But I'd find it rather rare for a juvenile hothead to be in a place of intelligence such as mine. Running this kind of business takes a touch of age, you know. Well then, Casket, I won't beat around the bush on this one. I went through a lot of threats and trouble for you, and I want answers. Ah, but it is you I want answers from, Mr. Camry. I've dealt with a few skulking investigators looking to make a name for themselves, but they've never gotten this far. Nah, you're special. Very, very special. And the dedication you pose could be a very valuable asset or means of demise. Casket? I've visited my share of ill-minded criminals before, but you by far take the cake in the human trafficking genre. Never in my life have I met someone with as many eyes and ears across the wasteland. That's your trophy. Ah, so that fool girl Jezebel really did end up on your front porch. My loyal assistant Fitzgerald passed me a word that my favorite piece might have slit her own throat recently. And she did. But what I like about you, Walter is that even after all that, you still come and find me. You're quite the Boy Scout, my friend. And here I thought that kind of human being died when the bombs fell. But I was wrong. You pushed through the barricades I placed before you and met your goal. But the question is, will you take it home with you? Come on, Casket. What is this really about? Why me? Why Bunny? And how in the heck could you operate possibly the only working car in the world? Education is key, Walter, even in times like these. I knew that Mr. House had a pair of fine new detectives working under his invisible thumb, and I meant to leave them alone at first, till I performed some research and discovered your unique companion, Bunny. It was rather unwise of her to tote that vault suit around, looking the way she did, so I marked her for capture. I knew the task wouldn't be easy, and possibly end in your demise trying to defend her. 
but that's when I noticed the car. Now, wait a moment. I thought you were the boss. Why not just sit behind a desk and order one of your boys to carry it out? I'm sure they could do so. I may be a businessman now, Walter, but I tend to have a reputation of performing my own kidnappings around these parts. I intend to keep it that way. What? Think I earned my nickname by sitting around all day? Ordering men to fulfill my deeds? I may in most aspects of my career, but no. This job was so out of the ordinary that I had to experience it myself. So, as I was saying, around four o'clock in the morning, I tucked myself in the back seat of your car and awaited a perfect moment to pounce on your bunny and drive off. You made it even easier when you had Bunny clean the car. As I recall, you were making your way indoors after requesting her to clean the back seats. And you were waiting for her inside. Yes. Grabbed her, took the keys, shut the doors, and drove off with her inside. The rest was all played out quite roughly, but brilliantly smooth by you. Many thanks. But never would I expect a regular one-man kidnapping to turn out to be one of the most grotesque slavery rings I've ever laid eyes upon. The crooks, the tickets, the auctions, all tied up around your finger. What do you have to say for yourself, Casket? Do you really look in the mirror every morning and see a man in that glass? Or a monster? A question we could all ask ourselves now, could we, Walter? Ah, you're a tricky one, my friend. I'm sorry for what you saw along the ride, for what that's worth. But a vault girl untainted from another state is a match made in heaven to people like me, Camry. We all do what we can to get by. So that's it? It's not rocket science, Walter Camry. It's business. Which means this doesn't have to be the end for you, Detective. What do you mean? <laughs> you see this black top? It's your car. Well, I'll be. We were going to either sell this thing or strip it for parts. Though, since I can't help but admire your craftsmanship, I'll let you go home with it. No tricks. Oh, yeah? And what about Bunny? Bunny stays. But you get to leave here without a scratch on you. You believe I could just risk my neck for a gold mine like her? Don't you hear those bidders? That number is going to rise past 5,000 caps at this rate. I can't miss my chance this time around. Whoa, what the? What's going on out there? This. Oof. I'll take that gun off you, Casket. But, but how did you... What's happening? You bought me time, Mr. Casket. That's what you did. But, but what, whatever do you mean? Well, geez, you're supposed to be smart. I'm not as stupid as I look, you know. But what is happening to my store? Exactly what needs to happen to it. Destruction. You see, I knew you'd find me here. It was just a matter of time before someone noticed I wasn't the shopkeeper I'm dressed as. And from the beginning, I knew you would keep a watchful tab on me since the kidnapping of Bunny. Like I said, no two-bit, no-brains criminal knows enough to operate a car just by looking at magazines all his life. Only a mad genius such as yourself can pull that off. And you did. I couldn't put all my money on the possibility that if you had found me, you'd let me live. So I had the NCR purposely bug my latest phone conversation with your assistant, Fitzgerald. Why, you... Not, uh, 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 let's not forget who's pointing the gun. Walter? Bunny! I knew who it was the minute I saw you in that outfit in the crowd. Is this... Yes, Bunny. This is Casket. Uh, oh! <coughs> never in my whole life would I think I'd be held captive by anyone as sick as you. I spent the whole day looking for you. Are you hurt? What do they do to you? Oh, nothing that would account for you to work him over, I must admit. But he has the cruelest way of telling me what his clients would have me do for them. But nothing really hurt me as much as having my hair stripped off like that. Oh, I just knew Walter Camry had something in the works as soon as I left. I'll see that you 
pay for this, Camry. Both of you. Oh. Walter, I... Hold that thought, Bunny. First, we need to get out of here. Go get the keys from the rack. I'll drive. I'll, I'll make slaves out of the both of you. You can't run, you know. I know where you live. Not inside of NCR Death Row, you're not. I think I'll enjoy seeing you hang for your crimes. That's the only thing they wanted in return. Your immediate survival. Hurry, Walter. The gunfire's getting closer. On it, Bunny. Well, he can't expect us to break through a closed garage. <laughs> Just watch it. Don't pay for this, Camry! You'll pay! Hang on! That's good to hear, Lieutenant. So you wrangled up all of the bidders and slavers, too? And not only that, Walter. We got all of those slaves still locked up and set to be sold in the future. This is a great thing you and Bunny did, even if it was an accidental undercover job. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bunny's still a little bit shaken up. I ought to tend to her. Oh, and what about Casket? Oh, Casket. We got him soon enough. Hiding behind a tool shed like a coward he is. We took him in. After he managed to get accidentally shot in the foot. <laughs> Good for you, Humphreys. <laughs> well, I'll be seeing you, Walter. Stay safe. <laughs> you too, Humphreys. Goodbye. Hey, Bunny? Bunny? What, Walter? I have so many hairpins to set in place to look presentable. <laughs> Just a few hours out of slavery, and here she is, fixing her hairdo. <laughs> oh, you've always been a snarky one. Say, what became of our friend with the five-dollar words? Not to worry. Casket is set to die. And, to your satisfaction, he's already got a hole in his foot. <laughs> Good. I hope he feels every moment of it. You know, I was worried about you, girl. But surprisingly enough, we made it out of this jam spotless. The things those brutes were doing to get their hands on you, that dead-calling girl on our doorstop, it just sent me over the edge is all. Even Humphreys was getting a little scared. I know you were, Walter. I was thinking what in the heck you and the Humphreys could actually do after a moment like that. And I hoped and hoped you'd be right on my trail. And, well, my faith in you never stopped burning. Even going a hundred miles per hour in the only car in the world, I, I knew Casket's time was limited. And when I saw you in the auction, it was clear to me that the odds were in our favor— even if we were surrounded by slavers and dozens of NCR bullets. But I know one thing. It's that Mr. Casket is about to be locked away in the very thing he was named after. This has been another thrilling episode of Walter and Bunny in The Strip. Be sure to set your timers to the same time in two weeks for our next one-hour special episode, Dopehead Blues. Bunny survives a fatal shooting and is forced to flee with a rich woman while Walter and Dusty scour the Mojave to find them. How does it all lead up to the King's School of Impersonation? Find out next time on The Strip! In the story you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman, Bunny by Amy Harris, Casket and Lieutenant Humphreys by Can Canon and Jezebel by Amber McCready. The entire production was written and directed by Preston Harden. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio web station and Atomic Wolf. 
How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.